Hello and welcome to The Ball Bags, a weekly podcast breaking down all the news from the United Rugby Championship, the NFL, the English Premier League, the NBA and the wide world of sport. Hello and welcome to The Ball Bags. We are back. We are back. Bottom feeder athlete, how are you? Fearsome duo today again. What's the story? Where is he? I don't know, but apparently, and he he did specifically ask not to reveal this, but he's a huge Ed Sheeran fan, and he was uh, right. He was just like, oh, I really love Ed Sheeran. Did you not get the message? He sent me an audio last night. He was like, Ed Sheeran is so good, man. I won't be able to do it tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> well, look. Well, he's off Gallivant, and we'll hold. We'll hold the uh, the fourth. Must have been a long night. Yeah, and he doesn't like. I don't understand how, because like half his songs are shite. He should be kind of finished early. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you're right. You're right. You're right. And what about yourself? Get uh, up to anything over the weekend? Uh, no, I was actually really well behaved. There was nothing. Uh, yeah, no. What's rare is wonderful. What about you? For a change. Yeah, grand. Lots of sports. Lots of. Uh, didn't overindulge in anything. Thank God. Now I feel better for it. Um, that's the way it should be, yeah, isn't it? So that's good, yeah, yeah. And we had good weather, didn't we, as well? A little bit windy, but I think we're looking weather. good for the week, to be yeah. honest. Great into the bank holiday weekend. Your favourite three day, three day loosener. <laughs> yeah, three day banker. Um, yeah, look, it's you, it's me. We have the show. We're not allowed to mess it up. Uh, so, as normal, we'll kick off with one of the one of the one of the greats, player of the week. What you having? Who you having? Oh, um, Jason Tatum. Oh, Campo. We, sh- we should really should have talked about this before. I, I think I, I actually think we should just scrap it and just give it to him, cause, just because he the <laughs> stuff he's doing at Kevin Durant is unbelievable. So it's very hard. It's very hard to look past him. I didn't even I didn't even consider anyone else to be honest because Boston are up three 0 now and. The unthinkable looks like it could occur. It's over. Yeah, it's over. In it looks like it's going to be over in four too. They have not. Yeah, they have no answers. They really don't. I think. I think. Look, we'll come back to it a little bit later on. I think there might. I think it was probably the look of the draw. Um, for the Nets, like if they're on, if they're on a different side of the bracket, they might have been better off, but just to get up and running and stuff like that but uh, for my player of the week I'll go with Divock Origi just because <laughs> the greatest player to ever play against Everton I think surely yeah um, Everton best side to go down in history will that be the case I'll tell you what I'll tell you what we'll give the award we'll give the award to Tatum because we all know what's going to happen tonight in the early hours in the wee hours so we'll, let's give the award to Tatum okay. over here okay so player of the week Jason Tatum the Sasquatch can't say anything about it so yeah, I know. think I think he I think if he was watching Tatum, he'd he'd probably be happy to give it to him considering the body of work that's gone on. So yeah, great. Tatum. That great. was nice and that was quick great. of business. Jason Tatum. Yeah, so I suppose we have a fine question which we haven't had in a while. We haven't had a fine question in a while, but um, if I just play the fine question, it might tie us nicely, give us a nice segue, if you will, into. Uh, a little chat about NBA. So here we go. Thanks last year, eh? Um, 
Thanks again, boys. Drift. Whoa, I've, I've jumped, jumped straight to the end of that. Here we go. G'day, boys. It's uh, Trevor Otorua, Wakatane, New Zealand. I've uh, been stumbling across the port in the last few weeks, boys, eh? I've uh, been listening to the Irish NRO show and the uh, Sasquatch. Well, he does talk a lot of, a lot out of his backside, eh? Um, he recommended the Paul Banks podcast. So, been tuning in, boys, and uh, really impressed. Uh, I got a few. Uh, my next favourite sport outside the NRL, obviously, is the uh, is the NBA. So I got a few playoff questions for you, boys. Hey, eh? um, question one. Uh, I know you talk a lot about the favourites, so like Milwaukee Phoenix, and obviously I get the uh, the Irish connection to the Boston sports. Hey, eh? so we got a lot of Celtics talk. But uh, who's impressed you to uh, the most so far? And then uh, as a follow up. Who do you see as a dark horse? Um, so not a traditional favourite, but maybe someone who can kind of upset the odds similar to uh, the Phoenix Suns last year, eh? Um, thanks again, boys. Trev. Thanks, Trev. Thanks for that, Trev. Trevor Rotorua there um, from New Zealand. Uh, long-time listener, first-time caller. Um, what they call that long-time thanks, poster? First, or first-time lurker, long-time poster. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I think Trev is, uh, look, thanks for the call, Trev. Maybe we might get you on one day. Sounds like someone likes Ed Sheeran, um, Trev. But uh, what you make of that? Who's impressing you? NBA playoffs, who's impressing you? I think Minnesota are putting up a bit of a scrap at the minute, aren't they? They are. I do yeah. expect them now. I do um, expect them to lose in... I actually think that might go seven. The more I look at it, the more I'm like, Memphis are really young and ignorant. Minnesota are also really young and ignorant, and it's just kind of like sitting at two-two. Yeah, I, I just think Edwards. Yeah, that's Minnesota are kind of my little. The one for me is actually the Pelicans. I think I did not expect them to go two-two with the Suns. I did, to be honest with you. Probably didn't even expect him to get one off the Suns. Um, <clears throat> Ingram seems to come back and come, seems to come back to that little bit of form he had at the Lakers, um, of, which he showed very little of. But I did think he had it in the locker. But he did show it very. I think he was there at a at a strange time where the Lakers couldn't do anything right. Um, Lonzo Ball was there as well, where it probably took a little bit of the, the glory. Obviously, he wasn't playing that well, Lonzo either. Like, but. Ingram's doing something to the Pelicans and, and I think they're actually playing quite well and they also have to have, haven't had Zion in there like. yeah I think Ingram has shown that like he's never going to be a franchise centrepiece but he definitely has all the scoring ability to be like a really good number two beside someone Sports Illustrated um, yeah you forget like you kind of look at the size of him he's very Kevin Durant looking um, and while he's not obviously Kevin Durant he, he has a similar kind of skill set where he just starts scoring from everywhere and, and it's, it's very hard to contain things. He is nearly seven foot. So I can see yeah. why uh, you do like them. They're a scrappy enough bunch. Uh, yeah, and it seems that there was a couple of rumours that Zion might be back in, but he's not coming back in for game four anyway. Um, I'd be, be interesting to see if he does get back in. I think if he's good to go and... Have you seen some of them warm oh, video or them training man. videos? He has ho- leaving holes in the ground, Duncan. Fuck me, Jesus. It's. 
uh, look, Phoenix obviously don't want to see him in the lineup, but I think everyone else does. Um, and it's, if he's fully, if look, if he's fully fit and there's no qualms about it, get him in. See what happens. Yeah, yeah. Look, they've, they've impressed me to, to not have him in the side as well. The Heat, we probably expected them taking the Hawks. They're they're they're, they're nearly. Yeah, there. that's it's five games. They're just making it's business, um, man. It's business like work, isn't it? They're just going to work every day, slamming mm-hmm. in at nine, going home at five. Oh. Job done. <laughs> uh, the books. I think I expected more of the Bulls. To be honest, I think you're going to get your wish, though. Yeah. You reckon? Yeah, uh, Middleton's obviously gone. Um, it's not expected for him to definitely be back nearly this series, anyways. And to be honest. MCL sprain like what's that like it might be the conference finals they have to get to the conference finals without him um, Caruso's back for Chicago mm-hmm. I, listen this yeah. this might go to you know this might go seven games hmm. um, Raptors Sixers nothing sh- I think sorry, did the Sasquatch call the Raptors or was that, did you call the Raptors as getting through there? I don't know if I ever saw I that. don't know. Um, I try to forget all my bad takes, so if that was one of them, it's, it's been buried <laughs> into my head somewhere. Um, um, look, I, I don't think Philadelphia were ever a serious threat anyways. Um, no. Do you know? So. No. Um, Trev had a second part to that question. What was the follow-up? Did you... I, Oh, did we have like a dark horse to go all the way? See, this is the thing for me, right? As an avid Celtics follower, they we were they they were dark. I know they were number two seed, but were they dark horses a month ago? I just think with the way that the seeding went in the East, where it was just there was nothing between those top sides. It's very hard to turn and say that your four seed is the dark horse or your fifth seed is the dark horse when. There's only two games between them and one, so I mean, tactically, if you wanted to go out and win your last two games and, and you didn't care who you were going to get in the first round, you could have done that. Do you know what I mean? So, if Chicago mm. had managed to have a, a massive late season surge and got the one seed, would like would you consider them a dark horse? Just because they did not. Do you know what I mean? Like, like I think it's very hard to call them. <sighs> Particularly at the stage right now, I just think the Celtics still. I still haven't winning it. I think it, Celtics Warriors if final. There was a darker horse to come from it this year. I actually think it's probably the Warriors. I like. I don't fancy the Warriors to go all the way. But if Phoenix were to get into trouble now in this series with the Pelicans, then, then the might, it, like Golden yeah. State. I don't think anyone in, in the West apart from Phoenix and Golden State are really good enough to win it all um, I certainly don't think like if yeah. Dallas were to make some sort of run with just Luca and you know Jalen Brunson's playing out of his mind at the minute but I don't know if that's permanently sustainable or if he's just having one of these Jamal Murray like playoff runs where he's like right I have the, the driver's seat I'm going for it yeah yeah look it's it's going to be very interesting the further it goes on Um very interesting but your boys are yeah, are they fucked. gone there's no way no, you don't see them no turn around at they, all they won they won game 4 but 
look they have like there's not even starters just do you know what I mean there's not like it's a really backups playing starters roles it just says an awful lot about Jokic that he managed to get them there at all so look it's a wrap from them anyways there's no point you know even beginning to hope no oh, your boys on the other hand though they're different they're built different that might be the best defensive team in the modern era it's getting smart is really laying laying down uh, yeah if they can get this done in four and they get a nice little bit of a rest as well if they beat this Nets team in four it's going to give them some confidence isn't it like yeah I don't know where the Nets go then though like the Ben Simmons thing is the well he's, he's pulled out a game four with a back the Nets now. are dust I think that's split in the summer like they don't have you've, they've nothing to look forward to Look at that! Look at the look at Kadeen and Kyrie and Ben Sim. Like it was always a gargantuan kind of ask that they would be like talent-wise. They were always like on paper. Yeah, you could win a championship for sure. Last year, how many games did they play? Like not even a third of the games together. I think it was even less than that. Yeah. I, it was even lower than that. And then. Harden gets traded. Kyrie looks like he's not interested. Like Boston have just clamped on the two boys, and Kyrie just looks like he just wants nothing to do with this series. Yeah, yeah, but so like, can Kyrie get out of Brooklyn this season? The end of the season. I don't know what their current contract situations are like, but I would feel that it's either they go and just reset the whole roster around the two of them and figure that out, or they just call it quits and just blow it up and, and get a return back for the two boys, send them underway and just go back to being bottom dwellers for a while and, and go draft and develop. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well look, let's move on. Trev from Rotorua or Trev Trevor Rotorua. Um thanks. Thanks for that. Hopefully you you know, it's the first and not the last. So thank you very much. Um moving on swiftly. Um let's pick back up on the weekend. So you had a good weekend. What did you watch? Oh, I might have watched uh, a certain Manchester United match. I don't know if you want to go there, but I'll let you well, go. Look, okay. I don't want to get into it too much because obviously the, the heat is flying. My club is a disaster. Um, I did cry for a while. Then you kind of realise this, this is what this this what like did you feel like this kind of around that kind of Breden and Rogers era? Is that what you felt like? Um, you have to remember that we finished second with Rogers in eighty one. Yeah, league, but apart from so that year, so if we can just take that out. Um, we won the Carling Cup. Come on now. <laughs> no, honestly, though, like you weren't bouncing around or sitting. Okay, the, the first, Cup. the first season Rogers took over is that what we felt like. Like no, we had Suarez, Sterling, and what Sturridge about the start of the Klopp years? Do you know what the turning point was? That uh, Europa League against was it Sevilla? Yeah. Sevilla, I think was it Sevilla we had. And you're going, mm, that squad was not good, like, well, it wasn't a good place. 
But I think as the Sasquatch made a very, very valid point over the weekend. Think about Liverpool, and I would actually, arguably, I would say it was before Klopp or before Rodgers. Them Daglish, just with Daglish was there. The King Kenny years. Yeah, yeah, a couple of the Julia years, possibly. Um, we just even didn't look up to it at all. But the Sasquatch, as he said over the weekend, right? We they did battle every game. Like you've got, you had people in the team like Gerard Carragher but you also had people coming through the ranks like Jay Spearing and people like that and there was bite in them so you might lost the game 1-0 and you might lost a few and you, you missed out on you know Champions League or whatever but there was still bite there like they didn't look like they wanted to lose the game United looked like they wanted to lose games yeah it's a sad state of affairs they, well sorry they don't look like they want to win games probably wrong to say they look like they want to lose them but they definitely don't look like they want yeah. to win I'm um, just getting sad I'm well enough already thing, now look <laughs> I'm hoping but surely as a United fan like Harry Maguire surely the, the, him being on the bench is the first step to glory see you would think that but like surely you want them out of the club you want them like, out of the club you have to you would think that but like it doesn't like well you're glad to see him on the bench yeah <laughs> like next week like he's probably squad, going though? to be back in the starting 11 next week you know what I mean oh. it, like I don't like do you know what's Varane's story look it's been considered a disappointing run with Varane but I think he's not been fit this year I did always think when he signed for United at the price the price seemed very uh, like nearly too good to be true didn't it when you're looking at it on paper for a centre half mm. of his decorated calibre um, but then you also had to consider the fact that he was likely to to miss a third of your season with like nig- niggly injuries like so I think next year we'll see the best of him um, he'll obviously hopefully have a new partner there uh, with him he is old though, isn't he, Varane? Isn't he not 35? I think Varane is only 28. Like, he's a, like we should really have Varane for a couple of prime years. What's uh, Google going to tell me here about Varane's age? He's 29. You are closer to correct 35, than I. Huh? Look, the way I look at it, right, United have five games left. Chelsea are... Chelsea at home, Brentford at home, Brighton away, Palace away. How many points do you see them getting? Six. I think they lose Chelsea on Brentford. Well, at I, home? I, I, I would not be shocked to see Brentford beat like beat us. They, they go out like they'll... Four games, sorry, not five. So you, you actually think that United will win their two away games and lose their two home games? They're not beating Chelsea. Brentford? I, I genuinely don't think they'll beat Brentford either at the minute. Well, don't, but they're not beating Palace away. <laughs> well, I don't see them beating Brighton away. Like, is the best thing at this moment in time for United to finish eighth and not have any Wednesday, Thursday, Tuesday night football to for worry Ten Hag's first season. Get the squad mm-hmm. back together. Yeah. We kind of talked about this the other day. Or is it just too much of a risk to not attract players? Look, in fairness, in his first summer in the job, who is he going to attract anyways? If like champ right, we if we finish fourth right by some absolute fucking miracle that we finish fourth right, yeah. Who is actually going to want to go there in the first summer? 
like honestly fourth or eight I can't well, see the difference of calibre <coughs> we're going to get in it's not about getting guys in I would have said it's about getting out getting guys out yes 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 very true very true I would have, I would have said you probably attract the likes of the Van der Beeks but look what happened to Van der Beek when he went and he's only on loan he could come back he could be a superstar under 10 high couldn't he yeah I think Donny's probably looking at it going like I, I've a good chance to, to play 25-26 Premier League games next year and start them chomping at the bit yeah, yeah. but it's, I think it's I think people are losing sight of we could throughout the war chest in the summer and you could get players but we're going to have that same issue again of where we're overspending on players and now mm-hmm. we probably have more shite on top of the current amount of shite that we have which is double shite do you know what I mean so I think it's more I think a successful summer would be if seven or eight players are out of the squad and are gone and even whatever kind of money we get back for them I don't really care progress has been built the foundation has been laid you do need you do need a couple of players to fit in on each other I just don't know who those players are like you get rid of seven but you're going to need four it's just to fill that's the fine I think you'll find two of them out of the academy maybe and and you know Van der Beek will come back and look we'll see I didn't do you know what I mean? I'm shrugging my shoulders here because I, d- I just don't know what the summer holds, but I know what a successful summer probably looks like to me is that you get rid of seven or eight of those players. Okay, well, you, you mentioned it there about, uh, obviously, Everton possibly the greatest ever team to go down. That was something I watched, obviously, on the weekend, Liverpool-Everton. Terrible, abysmal first half um, from both sides. Everton wasting time. Pickford, I, I don't know if anyone in the in the whole entire world likes Pickford, even his mother. Like, I've... Oh, he's he wouldn't look out a place out of communion and you know yourself, draw it now or something. <laughs> but uh like I is there any players in that Everton squad that you'd take into United if they went down? Jesus. Uh Richarlson. Richarlson gee, he'd probably be a decent fit on a lot of If Richarlson went to Manchester United and they came to Anfield next year, oh my God, derbies will be back. That United-Liverpool derby will be back. I think it'd be quite upsetting if everything were to go down, but I do think it's... it's Man, Lampard is so bad as a coach. You hate to see it as well. Such a deck, like one of the... I mean, was he one of the five greatest players ever playing in the Premier League? Do you know what? I actually don't. I like Lampard at Derby and ever since then when he went to Chelsea remember that whole stuff of Klopp at Anfield remember that when he was mm-hmm. the Chelsea manager on the touchdown oh that made me hate him yeah I, I it's like you might make get back in your box. like I know they're having a bad run but they should have enough quality now really to be to be overtaking leads and getting out of this race and they're just not like they're just giving them away they were 2-0 down they brought Deli Alli on yeah uh, it was always a tough ask but Liverpool were obviously coming under a bit of pressure coming into the weekend because they can't afford like a drop in points like you're waiting for City not at all. to drop yeah, not at all. the one point and then it's game on goal difference let's get to the last day but they are um, yeah they're a formidable side uh, do you think how many trophies are you going to take this year? I think I said before the team that won in the FA Cup would win everything but the league 
think I'll have to stand by that. I think I think Liverpool get the a treble without a league title. Yeah, yeah, unfortunately. Would you would you be content with that now if you got a treble, but it's not a league title treble, like, or it's not a real treble, though, is it? Like that's what all United fans are gonna say. Oh, you never won the real treble. I think know? I think a lot of Liverpool fans. I could be wrong saying this. Would swap the Champions League for the Premier League pretty easily. Yeah. This year. Yeah, I think so. I think we'd prefer the Premier League. Yeah. Yeah. Don't get me wrong, it's great to win a Champions League, but it seems to be a little bit, dare I say, easier to win. I think the Premier League, just with everything going on, like there's obviously the potential for this to go on the last day for um, City and Liverpool. And that could, like to be honest, realistically, it probably is going to come down to the last day. Uh, it's great though, you'd watch, you'd watch Liverpool City every day yeah. of the week. Yeah, you would. Each other. You would, you and would, then like, the top four um, has never been as you know that's still very much up for grabs and then mm. the relegation battle is mental so like unless you're actually a proper like anywhere from ninth to Leeds which are who aren't yeah, safe, who aren't yet, safe though, yeah. so they're, for they're a, anywhere from ninth to Leeds are just sitting back on us look we'll just enjoy the show so it's been just one of those years where it's just super compelling um, if you are Everton though let's let's talk real things man um, <laughs> Burnley under Michael Jackson are doing well oh like everyone was shocked to see Daishi go Everton like, but, have no reason um, I don't how could you possibly fear Burnley overtaking you like Burnley getting goals and overtaking you but it's such a possibility with this team I like Burnley of Watford Villa okay they've got Spurs then but then they got Villa again because they have a Covid game and then by the way last game of the season Burnley at Newcastle and Turf Moor the Newcastle players are all throwing their hands up in the air going I'm actually not even going to be here next year so like a lot you know of Newcastle I mean? players I still think will be there next year. I don't. They won't don't. have the green light. I wouldn't be surprised to see Chris The Wood green go. light to spend all this money is probably not going to be this summer. You'll probably bring in one or two players and let one or two go. And then... I don't know. I think there's Newcastle players looking around that change room that are going to have to look for a way out. You have to remember, if they sell players, they're allowed to use that money. Yeah, but how much you know? They're on about selling. You're on about selling those players in as well. Like well, clubs know that. You're not gonna play top dollar for some of these Newcastle players either, just because Newcastle are the super rich club now in town. You know they have a few things. They I think they have a little bit of an adjustment period to get used to how this is going to be for them. I mean, you know that kind of way, like. Also, Newcastle are doing very well, and they're without Callum Wilson, Isaac Hayden, Jamal Lewis, Kieran Trippier, Ryan Fraser, like decent players. Another one. Eddie's done a good job. I think Eddie Howe is probably the manager for the future for Newcastle. It's just mm. he needs he, they need more quality. Like Gamares has been 
really nice for them. It's kind of like though, it's kind of look at Stephen McKenney when he came to Ireland going, are the players going to listen to him? Like, so if they go and buy these 40, 50, 60 million pound players, are they going to listen to Eddie Howe? Like? Yeah, I, I, I think, I think Howe has the goods to, to be a top class Premier League manager. It's in a very enviable spot. He's already gotten them safe, so his job for the year is pretty much done. Yeah. Okay, well, look, we spoke about it briefly. Hit me up, right? I'm going to call you at the Everton team from yesterday. I want you to tell me if they United would want them or not. Jordan no. Pickford. Fair. Seamus Coleman. Too old. Out the gap. Yeah, but I, I just hate... I, like, I'd never... I don't want to say a bad word about Coleman either, so we'll just leave him to the side. Oh, that's fair. Just, we won't pretend he never was never mentioned. Mason Holgate. Centre-half. No, I'm not taking either of those Everton centre-halves. Yeah, Michael Keane. He came from United as well, didn't he? Michael Keane, did he play there? The he Academy is atrocious. Yeah, he's not great. Uh, Michael Enko, left back? Um, no. Um, Alex Iwobi? I don't think we... No, our issues are very much kind of a, a back six from holding midfielders backwards. Well, here, here's one for you that I really feel like would suit your team. Alan. Oh, I'd take him. Yeah. Yeah, Alan, yeah. I would I would 100% take Alan. The core? I would also probably take the core, yeah. Um, here's one that I think you guys should whip up. Well, two actually. Anthony Gordon. The winger, young winger. Probably should have had a penalty. Even as a Liverpool fan. Okay. And Damari Gray. Didn't Gray come over there in a free transfer? Mm, don't know if it was free, but he came from Bayer Leverkusen, didn't he? I think he ripped it up in the Bundesliga. No, Gray came from Leicester, I thought. Mm, did he not go from Leicester Leverkusen first? And then come back? Could be wrong. I'm going to tell you now. Damari Gray. God, we're so well researched. Winging it. Yes, Leicester City to Bayer Leverkusen. He didn't actually rip it up. He had 10 appearances at Bayer. One goal. But he, then the first couple of months at Everton, he ripped it up. I I actually, I think, just don't want to overtake you. The, the Corey mm-hmm. and Allen, I actually think if you put them in United's midfield tomorrow. They sort a lot of problems. With the quality that's actually in front of them, I actually think some of your issues are alleviated instantly. But... I don't disagree with you. I think that's a that's a valid point. Yeah, that's a type that does. It's a very physical profile, but obviously Alan is Brazilian. Um, Decore is French. They're bigger. They're bigger, kind of more robust midfielders, but they do have a lot of technical yes. ability. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. No, I agree. I agree. Um, look, moving on to the rest of the weekend because we are slowing up on time or running out of time. Um, Formula One back, Leclerc in the wall. Um, not good for him. Uh, Lewis Hamilton came out after saying his car is undrivable. Um, Nico Rosberg came out absolutely slating him. Uh, did you watch any of the Formula One? I didn't get to see it myself. Did have not actually. Game. So I was waiting for you to tell me all about the Formula One this weekend. It is delighted for Lando Norris getting podium, getting into third place. 
It was a sprint, which is good to watch. The sprints, 25 to 30 minutes, um, fast action um, in Imola, the home of Ferrari. Um, that was that. Tyson Fury, obviously winning again. Dillian White. Tyson Fury allegedly retiring. Then cameras go off and he brings Francis Ngannou into the... Uh, into the ring and says he's actually going to fight Ngannou uh, this Ngannou thing has been going on for a while yeah, this thing where he was saying like he wants to box it's weird though because they're mates aren't they they're, well, they're friendly like oh well I just meant Ngannou wanting to block, bo- uh, box in general um, he's he seems committed to, to boxing at some stage in his career he probably boxed ahead and then I think Tyson said he want, they wanted to box with hybrid rules so they'll They'll, it'll be boxing but they'll fight with UFC gloves that would be a bloodbath man I think Ngannou's crazy trying to fight uh, Fury I think anyone trying to fight Fury is <sighs> Ngannou's got skills though like he, he's gonna move quicker and I think you put Ngannou beside uh, Tyson Fury there and everyone that goes in to face Fury and then you see the size of him and it's like it doesn't matter how quick they are like he just makes everyone look a little bit slower which is just like sir, you're boxing on yeah. his speed you're not boxing on their speed yeah and um, other things that went Leinster are they disrespectful sending the squad they sent to South Africa they're actually now have sent uh, there's one player home today and two out injured are they were they disrespectful to the squad they sent no I don't think I think the South Africans seem to think it was very disrespectful and they're delighted that Leinster lost yeah but look that's their their MOs their squad rotation like they send the squad they send the squad you know you yeah. look at Ulster very close to being nowhere near Europe by the way yeah Munster where are you at with Munster no I was talking I know, Ulster but yeah but where, where are you at with Munster what do I think uh, about no just uh, like have they have they got a um, have they got a shot? It's Johan van Great now, isn't it? Like last couple of games. Yeah, they, have, think a shot, they have a yeah. shot. Of the of winning the title. Yeah. No, 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 no. They don't have a shot. <laughs> it's Leinster's like it's Leinster's to lose. Leinster have one hand on the cup. Munster probably don't even deserve. Because of this whole charade with Ed Sheeran, that uh, was something I heard about. Yeah, that's not great. That was really poor, actually, isn't it? Twenty quid tickets, if you're interested, though. Um, makes it more affordable to the fans. Um, yeah. So that was the rugby over the weekend, and also we have missed the Dubs getting a win in Wexford, which was disappointing for myself and a man sent off. But look, um, no, we've covered our NBA as well. Uh, Sratton you need to get off your chest in particular yeah I think I'll run through a quick hit or miss oh, if yeah. you don't mind I love that um, ok then Dillian White has asked Fury not to retire he wants another crack at him he felt he was unfairly um, lost unfairly I suppose after an illegal Fury punch or a couple of illegal Fury punches Dillian White hit or miss on the up on the up and the down what are you thinking um, the rise of the fall he's so no business speak. fighting Fury once or twice for that matter yeah I thought he was dust yeah. 
at the start I thought, okay, if he gets through two here and gives him a little bit of a rattle, but you didn't give him any rattles. Wasn't like uh, very undeserving like fight for Dylan fight. White. Fuck him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're dead right. No, we we'll go with you on that one. Messi to stay, but Poch to leave. Who's in the rise and who's in the fall there? I think Messi stays because no one else can afford the wage. And I think Poch will stay as well. Yeah, I actually think Neymar might go. Ooh. I would have seen, before today's statements, I would have seen Messi going back to Barcelona being a possibility, but I think Barca are going a different direction. Um, I think Pochettino will leave, but will be on the rise, and I think Messi will stay and be on the fall. I, I hope it works out for Messi. I do hope he gets back to being the Messi that we all know in PSG I think it would be kind of shit for football if he just fades away in League One when you see yes. how he, well I, Ronaldo's he'll end up in the MLS yeah, I, 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 want a, I want one more year of him and he can fuck off then give me one more you know what I mean give me one more of the greatest player yeah. to ever play the game come on My, worth noting just while we're on touching on the, the Barcelona um, connections is that Barca actually lost to Real Vallecano last night, which puts Madrid one win away from La Liga title, so that was probably disappointing. Um, news from Spain. Ten Hag will reinstall the Man United discipline. Is it possible? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think... I think it's going to take a bit of time, but we'll know based on the first kind of summer who he's moving out, who's shipping out, whether or not he's actually getting the board on side and, and it's like it's his way or the hideway but yeah I think it's possible I think he can do it ok ok um, <clears throat> Everton's penalty incident yesterday on Anthony Gordon should have been a penalty Lampard is calling and Everton are calling for the uh, you know the referees and the PGMOL to call them in to you know see what the situation is um, the referees and you know VAR rise or fall have you seen the incident? Yeah, but... Penal? Like, Lampard, they need to just be fucking competitive. Like, you know, like yeah. I, it's so easy for it to just be like, oh yeah, the penalty on Gordon changed the game. Well, actually, it probably didn't. The fact that you're playing one of the two best teams in fucking Europe is probably why you lost that game. That's a bit rootless now today, isn't it? Yeah, I'd have to agree. I would have to agree with you there. Like, though. how do you come out like relegation battle? Seriously, come on, try and get something. Try and get a point. Don't be worried about the penalty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. Okay, Raheem Sterling has said today that he's going to decide in his future at the end of the season. Where do you see him going? Oh, I. He's got a little bit of juice left in the tank. Like People forget how young he actually is. Yeah, uh, I think he'd be quite a nice fit, kind of possibly on the wings in Madrid. Um, I think kind of Bayern Munich as well. He'd be very suited there. Um, I just... I can't see him leaving England. Um, because, to be fair, not a lot of them do leave at that age to go field to fire mm. and then they have to learn like you know you have to learn new language and all this stuff as well that's all to be considered so 
if he doesn't leave England then I think depending on the value that he depend on his transfer kind of fee I actually think Arsenal are probably the best fit for him Ooh, nice I like that I like that Um, did Jorginho take the worst penalty ever that was ever pretty bad wasn't it yeah, it was Bruno brilliant. Bruno Fernandez was, was awful on the uh, as well though. Let's not miss. I actually didn't see Fernandez. I did. I know he missed. One, he but cleared, I didn't he see hit it. the post. Um. Oh, I did see it. I did see it. I did see it. Yeah, Jorginho's was bad. It, it was, was bad. bad. It was probably. I'm gonna say it's probably one of the worst. Um. Finally, Lewis Hamilton. There is absolutely no question that the title race is over. Is it Lewis playing mind games or is the title race in the Formula 1 open? Closed. No, I think it's still on. Do you not think? Do you think it's still Lewis playing mind games? I think Ferrari have it. I think Ferrari have it. Think it just takes one another crash though for that to change as well though. Well, I'm just saying, I mean, like if he crashes in any of those next races, like, I mean, he's out at race and someone has a chance to get back I think it's just a bit too soon it is probably a bit too soon to be calling shots like that yeah yeah. but he knows the car better than anyone and he's the one he's the one that's going to come into a bit of trouble with his own team I think at this moment in time he said his car is undrivable so it's not really something it's like telling your missus she's unrideable but look wow um, yeah 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 and to get off your chest bottom feeder before we call it a night Um. You looking forward to that this week? Um, obviously, the we're kind of getting to the end of the season now. Uh, it's very much kind of the NBA playoffs are at my my forefront now um, for the next while, um, and I do really think that your beloved Boston Celtics might overcome all and win it all. Mm. But um, apart from that, I actually I'm pretty good. Okay, well, I'll give you two things. I think the Celtics four and O tonight, um, and then I think watch it a week could be tomorrow night. City and Madrid. Um, just on City and Madrid before we before we finish. Yeah. Surely Madrid can't overturn City, can they? Hmm. They might be able to. They Do might be able to. I know. I they know when they off. get into the burnabout, like, and the place starts hopping. No matter how much they're kind of out of games, that they're always in games. But it's they haven't yes. played any of that quality. Surely not. Surely they couldn't, could they? Okay. Well, if you put Madrid into the Premier League, where are they finish this year. Well, uh, yeah. The season as it went, what I would you I think they're probably within their Chelsea's level, to be honest. So either third or fourth. Yeah, so City are, City surely beat them then. Yeah, but I'm just I'm just kinda like the what if is in my head of like surely Madrid don't stun City and knock them out in two legs, do if, if Madrid can get a draw in the Etihad, they'll win. Overall. I just don't see them get being able to I know like Vinicius and Benzema and 
you know they get down the pitch quick and counter I just I can't see them having enough I just see their midfield being overrun by City possession wise mm, you do know Madrid have I do know that but and Tony Cruz uh, they're all their legs as well though to be fair like another they are they are two legs, yeah. of the greatest midfielders ever represent their countries as well that's I know like but yes it's a big ask yeah it is Um, it is but look it'll be an interesting watch it will be yeah. an interesting watch and then obviously Liverpool and Villarreal on Wednesday yeah I don't think there's yeah look I think Villarreal got very lucky against Bayern so well one shot on target yeah, both that's both uh, legs if two they goals. come up with something like that against Liverpool I'd be shocked fantastic well look bottom feeder that is it for that me that is all from me so we bid you adieu good night and farewell take care Sweet fearsome duo bye-bye. out bye bye <laughs>